How we doing? This is Rob Foster with RBF Fitness and Nutrition. Public speaking is the number one fear in the world. I started a business during the recession in 2009 here in the U.S. People upgrade their iPhones, they upgrade their Androids, they upgrade their laptops, but they're operating with the same brain that they operated with for the last decade. You should know the value that you bring to the marketplace. You know what your passion is. You know why you do what you do. So racism, it's out there, but it doesn't have to stop you. Just because somebody might look at you a certain way, that doesn't have to stop your forward progress. I mentor people with master's degrees, with PhDs, and I help people who have been in business for a long time. I had deal with, with a nutrition store maybe a half mile away from my facility, and we, we cross-promote. You know, we help out to give our clients what they need. That's where, where you have to eliminate the excuses. You gotta make that game plan say, for me to get to that point, Right. Happy Friday afternoon, everyone. 2 p.m. It's my first 2 p.m. airing. So we'll see how this goes. So this is episode number 51. So you know in this show, we teach you how to step into your greatness and how to get through the obstacles that are in your path. So a big part of that journey has to do with gratitude. And so that's going to be the, uh, the central topic of today. And of course, I brought in someone who is the gratitude specialist, but we'll get there in a second. So first, we got to pay them bills, you know? I got grind gear now, grind gear, shut up and grind. And I have a couple other options here for you. One that says it never gets easier, you get stronger. And we have different colors, different styles. We got men's, men's sizes, women's sizes. We got hoodies. We got all kinds of good stuff. And I have yet to shorten this link. But that's the link for it right there. You can check it out. Shut up and grind apparel. If you Google it, it'll, it'll pop up. All right, so that'll help support the channel. And I am also accepting donations that will help me get these videos translated into different languages because we want global dominance. I mean, I mean, global impact. We want global impact. All right, so now that that part is done. So again, gratitude. So no matter what you're going through, in life, it could be the good. It's very easy to be gratitude to have gratitude when you ha have the good, but you got to be able to have it when you have the bad. When you're going through trials, you know what they always say: sunny days, everybody loves them. Can you stand the rain? And that's when your gratitude. You like that new edition reference, right? So that's where we're gonna have the discussion today, because you know it's about overcoming obstacles. So, as you guys know, I searched the globe looking for the best guest to bring on. And I was fortunate enough to be a guest on her show as well. So we are familiar with each other and we're going to bring you guys some great information and we're going to have a fun show. So who is she, you ask? She is known around the world as the gratitude specialist. She's a best-selling author. She helps other people become best-selling authors. So we'll talk about that later. She is the co-host of the Angel and Tina Morning Show. She's a global speaker, and she helps businesses turn conversations into clients. Welcome, my friend, 
Tina Torres. Welcome to the I show. That, I got that song in my head. <laughs> I know. I should have had a clip of it ready to play. <laughs> but well, that wasn't pre-planned. That just kind of popped into my head what? as I was talking. Yeah, you know I love my music, New Edition. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I, right. need, I need a shut up and grind hoodie now. I I, I, I need the hoodie. I just those have the pretty, t-shirt. Oh, those are pretty tight. Those are yeah. pretty tight. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting I'm getting all of them in for myself coming up here soon. But that that was the first one that showed that showed up. I got I got face masks too. I got all of it. Oh, you got good <laughs> merch. <laughs> yes, gotta. <laughs> so let's talk about you. No, so uh, let the peeps know where you're from. Where I'm from, who I am, what I do. Yeah, yeah, you know the deal. Tina Torres, the client retention expert, otherwise known as the gratitude specialist. I live here in Charlotte, North Carolina. I haven't lived here very long. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not from Charlotte. I'm originally from San Diego. You know, kind of did my thing in Atlanta. So, you know, kind of made my way up here. But, you know, talking about gratitude, um, for so many years, I've been the gratitude specialist, you know, and I've been helping people learn to implement gratitude into their life, both personally and in their business. But two years ago, about two and a half years ago, my life kind of came tumbling down when I lost a six figure job. I got a divorce after being married for 20 years. I became an empty nester when my youngest son just said, mom, I'm going to join the United States Army. And I uh, moved to a town where I knew no one at all. So I kind of fell into this big, huge depression, like a big funk. And I stood there for about 90 days. But me, me and the gratitude specialist, I was like, I can't, I can't do this no more. I have to do something. So I grabbed my Bible and I grabbed my journal and I started just writing everything that I was grateful for down. And the universe and God and whoever else was helping me bring people into my life to lift me up. And to get me out of that funk that I was in. And I started meeting these amazing people. And I was able to relaunch my company, relaunch my business, relaunch my coaching career, my speaking career. And then I said, you know, I need to take it a step further. I need to help other people. And I started sharing my story. And I said, I need to write a book. So I wrote my first book, The Gratitude Journal, that hit number one bestselling on number one bestseller on Amazon. And it stood there for 16 weeks in a row. Wow, amazing. Right? <laughs> so very blessed. Um, but it launched the day that the world shut down. On March 17th, one year ago, it launched. And I remember I was in San Diego doing a photo shoot. I launched my book. They started saying, oh, the airports are starting to close. They're starting to shut down. I was like, no, no, no. I need to get home. <laughs> I need to get home. So I launched it. But it launched at a perfect time. It launched when everybody needed to have that positive reinforcement in their life, you know, that positive thing in their life to kind of get them through when all this negative kept him going from all over the place, you know. And I started getting all of these amazing stories, how gra- implementing gratitude into their daily life completely changed the way they started their days. And so I, I started teaching people how to create a morning routine that's going to that's going to change your whole entire life, your whole entire day. Um, you know, getting up at five a.m., doing morning meditation and prayer, and writing in your gratitude. You know, just doing gratitude five minutes in the morning and five minutes in the evening, 
can literally change your life in just 90 days. That's amazing. Yeah. So let's, let's circle back to that. So I want to go back to when you lost your six figure job. So let's talk about the events that led up to it, how you felt when you, when it happened and then how you picked up the pieces. Um, <laughs> well, uh, so when I decided to leave the marriage that I was in, I uh, said, okay, well, I need to go get a real job. I've never had a real job in my life. I've mm. always been an entrepreneur since I was 19 years old. I had an in-home daycare center. I, you know, sold Pampered Chef. I was in direct sales and network marketing and all of these things. But I always was able to be- make my own income that way. But, you know, being a single mom, having two kids still at home, I said, oh, I might need to go get me a real job. So I went into the corporate world and I was the only female in an all male dominated world. (laughs) I was the only Hispanic person (laughs) (laughs) in an all black male dominated world. And, um, but they loved me to death. I'm like, they treated me like gold. Um, and then I moved up to North Carolina and the dynamics weren't the way they were in Atlanta. It was a good old boy system up here in the in, in Charlotte. Not saying bad about Charlotte, but it was like a good old boy system. And so, you know, some things happened, and um, <laughs> I don't even know if I should say it. But uh, so say so, it, say it, say it. Um, okay, so I was, you know, they were they were doing a lot of things. You know, I was the only female. I, I'm always the only female in all of these places, and I was the only female. And they kept, you know, grabbing me and whatever. And I ended up smacking one of them. And, back then, and he yeah. called guitar on me and I lost my job the next day. Really? That next day, my son left for the military. Wow. Two months before that, I finalized my divorce. Mm-hmm. Four months before that, I had moved up to North Carolina. All in a six-month period of time. Yeah, that's a lot, a lot of change all at once. Yeah, all at, all at one time. And then people that were very close to me started turning their backs on me. You know, oh, you're not making no money no more. You know, what, whatever it was, they started turning their backs. I mean, the people that I thought were going to be there forever, even family members, and they turned their backs on me. And so I was always alone. I was by myself. I was probably at one of the lowest points in my life. Um, but I knew that I had to do something. I knew I knew what to do. And, and it took a while. It took 90 days. Um, I was in my funk, I, you know, in my pity party for that whole time, mm-hmm. but I was able to get myself out of it. And some people can't do that, you know? And so that's where, that's where I come in and try to help them get through that. That's where the gratitude comes in and helps them keep themselves in that, in that space. So when they do find those, those holes and those, those valleys that they go to, cause everybody is going to go through them. You're not always at that high that high peak in your life. You're going to go through those valleys. Even yeah. the freaking gratitude specialist herself can go through those valleys, <laughs> but it's what you do with them afterwards that counts. Very true. All right. So let's talk about when you said I knew I had to do something. Cause I think a lot of people have that realization, yeah. but then they either don't know what to do or they're afraid to take the steps yeah. to do it. So walk us through that phase. Once you realize I can't do this anymore, then what? Well, because I already knew that gratitude will help me because I already had God in my life. I knew that if I just took those two things that I knew that I still had, because I felt like I didn't have nothing else. Mm. You know, I felt like there was nothing else. My friends were gone. My kids were gone. My ex-husband was, I mean, like everything. It was just all gone. And I didn't have nothing. 
but I knew I had God and I knew I had uh, my gratitude and I knew what to do with it. And um, so I did. And even if it was like the five minutes, the only thing that I did that day, I started writing in my journal. You know, I'm thankful for my bed. That's the only thing I'm thankful for today. <laughs> you know, like just one thing. And I was just, whatever it was, the smallest things. And then those small things started turning into big things. And um, and then God's like, he, he just started showing me. He's showing me, listen, the things that may have come, I've taken from you, it's going to sh- open up more doors for more things to come into your life. So the bad things, you didn't have any room in your life for all of this good stuff that I have for you. So I had to take all of this bad, toxic, negative things, people, things in your life that you were never going to let go of. I had to take that away from you. So then that way you had space for all this positive, influential people and things that I have so much better for you. Love it. And that's that's spot on because I think so many times people that go through this and then they, they have the loss and they don't realize that the loss is a blessing in disguise because they're, they're just so worried about the loss. And sometimes it takes years for you to realize, oh, that's that's why they didn't want me to go out with that person or that's why they had that person get out of my life. At the time, you're thinking, oh, my gosh, why, why, why? Yeah. When, you know, years down the road, you're like, oh, thank goodness I dodged that bullet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's so so true. And I think a lot of it, too, it's built built out of fear. Like with with a couple of my exes, actually, I missed out on some big opportunities. (laughs) Well, no, well, just out of fear of... Of like not not having enough time, yeah. or you know them just not really being on board. So I let the opportunities pass me by. Yeah, and it's like now that I'm single, I couldn't I couldn't take on a relationship right now if I wanted to. It's like like I'm busy between the gym and then the podcast and then the emails and then the networking and everything else and you know screening people, Zoom meetings. It's and like let me tell you, it's being single <laughs> and being on a dating website is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> no, I feel like this is a full-time freaking job. I'm, I'm not even on one. Like I'm not even trying. I'm not even trying. But but the thing is, is job. I believe it. You know, and and the thing is to what you were saying is that you know when I was in those those relationships, because you know I'm a Leo, we, we, we get a big old heart. We want to be present all the time. We like we like we don't want people not liking us. Yeah. And so, so you try to spread yourself super super thin, and I just had you know, 10, 10 to 12 partly started projects and I wasn't finishing anything. And just since I've been single, like I bought this at the tail end of my last relationship, this microphone and the lights and the green screen and all that. And it just sat there. It just sat there. And then, you know, once that was over, it still sat there and still sat there. (laughs) Like I didn't really move on it till COVID hit And, and, and the gym got taken away. And that's where I was like, you know what? I need something that can't be taken away. Yeah. And then that's when the shift happened. And now it's like I look at my calendar and my calendar's full. And I have people like like you, <laughs> you know, we're sitting here having having this conversation. But if I still had all that going on, this wouldn't have, yeah. have happened. And it's so it's so true. You know, like I like I said, you don't realize until even years later 
that what happened, like the whole COVID thing this whole year, it has completely changed my business because I was able to stop traveling so much and focus and to, you know, determine what it is that I really wanted in my, in my business. I was able to launch a course. I was able to start the Angel and Tina Morning Show. I was able to start the Connect Virtual Summit that we host once a month. You know, I was able to do so many things that if we were still out there traveling and speaking on stages, we wouldn't have stopped and had time to do it. Yep. You know, I wrote my first book and then I wrote my second book. You know, both in 2020, launched and bestsellers in one year, just because I was able to have that time and that discipline to do so. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, it's how you take it, how you react to those things. That is the most important part of any trial that you're going through. So no matter what you're going through, whether it's a divorce or, you know, loss of a job or that you are now stuck at home, change that and say, okay, what can I do? Exactly. What can I do? Okay, well, I have a computer. I have a green screen. I have a mic. Let's start a podcast. Yep. You know, whatever it is, because people are looking up to you. Yes, there's a million podcasts up there, but there's people who are following you for a reason. Yep. People who are following me for a reason. And it's your story and it's my story that relates to them that says, you know what? I like what she's doing, or you know what? I like what he's doing. I want, I want to be a part of his team. I want to be a part of his tribe. Yeah, like, and I've said it. I've said it before on multiple, multiple shows for the people, people listen to. Like, yes, you say that all the time. But like, Dwayne the Rock Johnson has two hundred and seventy-five million followers. There's seven point seven billion people in the world. So if you divide that two seventy-five into the seven point seven. He knows about that many people in, in the grand scheme of the world. You know, so like when pe people say, you know, like there's so many books out there, there's so many podcasts, there's so many. Yeah, but there's so many people. There is. And, and you just. And all you, you know, need is 100 people. You know, like all you yes. need is 100 clients paying you a certain amount of month every year or whatever it is for you to make the money that you need. Yeah. And there's billions of people in the world. You know, there's billions of people in the world. Yes. And, you know. There, there, there's there. Oh, there's so many the coaches, and there's so many of this, and there's so yes, because we all need it. Yes, it, so it, many it, grocery stores too, but we all need a different grocery store. There's so yes. many gas stations. There's a gas station here and a gas station here, but they're yep. both of them are filled up with people trying to get gas because there's people who need it. There's yes. people who need what you have to offer. Yep, and. There's different things too. So, like at any busy intersection, you got a McDonald's, you got a Burger King, you got a Wendy's, you got a Panera, you got a, you got a yes, Starbucks, Dunkin', Subway. <laughs> you know, it's like there's so many, there's so many different options. So when it comes to to coaching, when it comes to speaking, like you just have to find your tribe. You know, like there are people that love the shut up and grind mantra. There are people that don't resonate with it. Cool. You know, I'm just trying to get keep it moving. I need it. <laughs> yes, like I I just finished up in in a eight eight session coaching program with with uh with a client. I was on someone else's show. She asked me what like what does that mean? I broke it down for her, and she hired me. <laughs> you know, she's like, that's what I need. Yeah, you know, so it's like you don't you don't. I know I say you know I want global impact, but you only need a handful of people from around the world, and you can. And you can leave a, a legacy for your children. Exactly. And, so, and that's all you need. And 
and people don't buy what you're selling. People buy you and people yeah. buy what you have to offer. People buy your story, how you are and how you relate to them. And that's what I, I teach people within their business and how to take that gratitude from your personal life and put it into your business to build those relationships online and offline, to show people that you care about them, to build that relationship with them for a lifetime so that no matter if they bought from you or not, they can be a great referral source for you. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's about, it's about servicing the people. I tell people that, that I work with, you know, the, the number one way to make money is to not chase it. Yeah. It's like find what you're passionate about. And chase yeah. it. Yeah. Give value. Yes. Give value. Cause if I, like I've always said to people, there's only, there's only one thing that I need every single day and that's to change one person's life every single day. And if I can change one person's life, then my job here is done. Mm-hmm. Just one out of the billions of people, I just want one, one yeah. a day. And if somebody comes to me and says, Tina, oh my gosh, you talking today or your story resonates with me, then you know what? I did my job. I just got back from San Antonio. I was there for a, I was a keynote speaker this, this past week. And I went, I went, it, I almost didn't get there because my, there was a lot of stuff with my plane. And those of you guys who follow me know my little plane story, but um <laughs> So it almost crashed. It was it was crazy. Okay, crazy. all right. You just can't give me bits and pieces. <laughs> okay, so, so we were like taking off, and I have my earbuds in, and all of a sudden I hear this, you know, brace for impact. And I said, "Oh, what did he just say?" And um, we because we were like, you know, still going up, and we kind of went like this, and we landed in a field. Like wow. way far out, and um, so they had to come and get us and get us on another plane. I guess something happened with the engine, and I was like, "Oh my Jesus!" Wow. <laughs> but um, so I knew I was like, "Oh my gosh, God does not want me to go to San Antonio." But what it was, it was the devil not wanting me to go because they knew the the big impact that I was going to, um, that I was going to make there. And so being in San Antonio, I was able to share my story. And all of these people came up to me afterwards and they're still like messaging me saying, oh my gosh, your story resonated me with so much. And I gave everybody there a gratitude challenge to take a 90 day gratitude challenge. And I have a few of them who took it and we're going to get up at a certain time. They were going to create a morning routine. They're going to do their gratitude every single day, every single night. And it's only been like day three. And they're like, Tina, my life has changed completely just by implementing what you told me to do day three and i was like ah and it makes you feel so good when you have impacted a life like that yes you know i had somebody email me at three o'clock in the morning tina i can't sleep because your story resonated me with so much and back in the day i was like i'm not gonna tell nobody that i had a failed marriage or that you know i was depressed and down down and out i'm the freaking gratitude specialist i don't want people to know that about me but it's that real piece of you all entrepreneurs the highest coach the most per- the person who's making the most money they still have those doubts they still have those days you know so you have to understand that you're not alone so whatever you're going through you're not alone it's just how like i said how you how you react to it Yes, I want to I want to expand on that because I was in a networking event virtual on Tuesday, and a woman was sharing that she was launching a book yesterday, you know, Thursday, and so people are asking her about, you know, what are you doing? What, what are you doing now? I've never launched a book, but I but I know how to tell a story. 
right? That's my I'm the storytelling coach, right? That's what I do. So as she's talking, and I'm listening to her, I'm taking notes, and then I start asking her some, some questions. And then I was like, all right, listen, here's my email. I said, we need to connect on Zoom tomorrow ahead of your launch. I said, I, I'm not selling you anything. I said, but we we were put together for a reason. I was like, because you need this. And so we connect on Zoom yesterday, and just her messaging was all over the place. And so I just jotted some things down and just helped her craft a quick story. I said, when you get in front of your group, whoever you're talking, this is what you say. I said, because right now, like when people buy a book because they resonate with the author, mm-hmm. you know, or they or they resonate with the title. Like, you know, you know, the title catches something that they've been through in their life. And I'm not even a book reader. I'm more of a video guy. But like I said, I know how to connect people. Yeah. So I helped her craft that. And. You know, it's situations like that why I started helping people craft their stories. Really, it's from this whole Zoom thing where people would be introducing themselves and they're like stumbling over their words. And, and I'm like, like, if you go watch a movie, you can talk about this movie all week. Like, why can't you summarize you? Because they're, they're trying to be this other person. Yes, just be you. And there's so, so many people are like, oh my gosh, Tina, you're like the same person you are online than you are offline. I'm like, supposed to be. Supposed to be. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, you're the same person like you are on the Angel and Tina Morning Show. And I'm like, because I'm not acting. Yes. Like, this is how I am. I'm a fun, outgoing, you know, high energy, positive person. Yeah. That's how you see me online. That's how you see me offline. That's how you see me in person. That's yep. who I am. You're not supposed to try to be this perfect person. You know, yes. talk to your best friend. Like that little green dot in there is like your best friend. So talk to him like it's your best friend. Don't you? And so many people get so stumbled over their words, you know, but. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, because like the thing that people don't realize is they think that people want to see the fancy car and the big house and all that and other stuff. They don't. They want to know what you were doing before it. Yeah. And that's what pulls them in. Yeah. Then then they can appreciate the car and the house and everything. Like when I had Adon on the show, like we probably spent 40 minutes going <laughs> going over his backstory, his time in Israel, his time in the Israeli right. army. And like I was just picking that story all to pieces. And then we then we, you know, we got to where he started the franchise and everything. But the power was in that backstory. It's your struggle. It's how yeah. did you get to where you are? Yep. What did you have to go through? What did you have to, you know, that that dirt and grime, you know, like the shut up and grind that you had to do? What did you have to do to get to you where you are? I like how you are. I love it. I, you know, I enjoy it. Thank you so much for being who you are. But how did you get there? Yeah. What did you have to go through? And that's the story. And everybody likes to see people struggle, though, right? Like, they like to see, oh, she's doing bad. <laughs> you know why? It's just like this captivating thing. That's why the reality TV is so good right? and so interesting right now. Like, oh, that's not, my life is nowhere near like that. <laughs> you want to see what you had to go through, what you had to do to get to where you are. And yeah. then what you did to get to where you are. Yep, exactly. So, as you know, I've had multiple multiple surgeries, and so I had three on my knees alone. And you know, people people are always saying, you know, you're gonna end up permanently hurting yourself. They're like, what are you gonna do then? I said, I'll become a wheelchair Olympian. You know, <laughs> and, and, and if that doesn't work, I'll become a professional chess player. 
You know, or I'll end up playing poker. I was like, because you're not going to give up. Exactly. You're going to keep on pivoting and pivoting and pivoting and pivoting until you find what you need to do. Yes. Oh, you're going to take this away from me? Okay, well, I'm going to do this. Oh, you're going to yep. take that away from me? Okay, well, then I'm going to do this. Exactly. Whatever it is, don't stop working for your passion. Can you yes. can turn your passion into your profits. Yep. I, I, I love that. And like the saying that I can't stand the most is like, oh, well, that ship has sailed. I'm like, that ship is hell. Like, this 80 year old people about to get their bachelor's degree. Right? <laughs> you know, and they de- definitely have. We're doing a triathlon. Yeah, yes. And one of my last track meets in 2019, there, there, there was a guy doing 100 meters, 91 years old. You're like, like 91. I can do it. I can. There is no way that you can say, I can't do this. No, no. And. I was I was chatting with one of my 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 girls today. So she's a new mom. I think think her I think her baby's like uh, I think she was born in June. So it's, what, what's he about seven seven eight eight months now? So like the baby's just starting to get mobile, and I I get it. It's 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 a struggle, but you know she's kind of using it as an excuse. And people hate it when I say that, especially coming from a man, because people don't realize I'm a single parent. It's like I get the struggle. I do I do it all myself too. But you know, people hate it when I say that. I said, but it's an excuse. I, w- I was like, you can do what you gotta do and still get here for 45 minutes. Yeah. That, that's it. 45 minutes is all wake I'm asking up, you for. An hour earlier. Exactly. You know, go to exactly. bed an hour later. Yep. Exactly. So it's like, you can get it done. And she's like, well, it's so hard. I said, but you're okay with gaining weight? You know, like, it's, it's like you're complaining about how, how you look, but you don't want to take the actions to change it. The problem lies within you. And it's that discipline, you know, it's that discipline. I mean, believe me, I know. Last night I got home from the airport and I was like, I was exhausted, but I was like overly exhausted. I couldn't sleep. I slept like two and a half hours last night. And so now I'm like, oh my gosh, my bed looks so good right now. <laughs> but you have so many things that you need to still do. And yes. it's that discipline and it's that mindset that you need to change. And once yep. you change that, it's all over. It's all yeah. over. And then even getting you on the show, because both of our shows air <laughs> at 11 o'clock. So it's like, you know what? Well, what the time works. So two o'clock Oh my God, I have my show every day at 11. You're going to have a time. <laughs> Yeah, so and so instead of saying, "Oh well, it's not it's not the right fit," no, we figured it out and we're doing that too. I have a guy on Tuesday who's in Australia, you know, so Australia is sixteen hours ahead of us. So right. I'm I'm doing his show at six p.m. Yeah, you know, which is like I don't know, it's like seven or eight a.m. over there. You need to do to accommodate people if you want them. You know, if you want it bad enough, you'll accommodate. You'll do whatever. Everybody has the same twenty four hours in a in a day. Yep, it's how you use it. You know, are you using your 24 hours and you're sleeping 10 of those hours? And that means you only have 14 hours. If you're, you know, I mean, everybody has the same 24 hours is how you use it. That is what, what counts, you know, it's how, how you use your time. Yep. Just like you said, you know, how important is it to you? Exactly. Like I say that all the time too. I said that the the billionaire and the guy who sleeps on on the sidewalk have the same same 24 you know? And that's why this week when I was speaking in San Antonio, I told them, you know, what time do you get up? They're like, oh, seven o'clock. I don't have time to do this and I don't have time to do this. I said, what happens if you change that seven o'clock to five o'clock and become part of the 5 a.m. club? And you they're know? like, oh, I can't get up that and early. Like, I cannot get up at 5 a.m. I said, listen, I was the one. I mean, and I know you and I've had this conversation. Yeah. I was not the morning person. 
But now my little butt goes to bed at nine and ten, maybe ten o'clock at night. So then that way I am in bed. Like I'm the old lady that goes to bed early so I can get <laughs> eleven o'clock. Yes, same. Oh, I am sleeping. <laughs> yeah, if I'm awake past nine, it's rare. Might hit 9:30, 10 on the weekends. Yeah, right. But, but it but it's rare. But let me tell you, I'm a lot more productive in the morning. Like you had mentioned morning routine earlier. And in my coaching program, I have a section called Own the Morning. Like it, it's true. If you especially if you have kids, if you you can get up and get a chunk of the important stuff done before they even wake up, then when life happens to you, you're already ahead of the curve because life happens to all of us. You know, right. it's going it's to happen. You go upstairs, you know, oh, oh, the cat crapped on the floor. It's like, you, you know, something that you weren't prepared for or you go outside and your tire's low. But but if you get a chunk of that stuff done during the day, you're ahead of the curve. And if you take time for yourself and you take time for the gratitude and your meditation and your prayer and all of that stuff and your exercise and you do all of that before the chaos hits, before your kids are waking up and your husband's doing this and this is doing this, you already, you're, you're already in that place where you're like, I can do this because I've already gotten all of this stuff done. I already got up and I made my bed. I already wrote my gratitude journal. I already meditated. I already exercised. I already did my prayer. Whatever it is, you've already done it and you're in a different place. I had a, a one of the other girls this week, you know, said, Tina, I, I'm on day three and she has a little bit of anxiety when she drives. And she's like, and now I, I when I'm driving, I have hardly any anxiety because I started my day a different way. Because if you start your day at seven o'clock and your kids need to wake up at seven o'clock, you're starting your day in chaos. Yep. You're waking up the kids. They don't want to get dressed. You're putting their shoes on. Where's this? Where's your book bag? It's it's crazy. Yep. But and it, then you're behind the rest of the day. Always. And you're and you're just always and that's why you have that anxiety because you cannot catch up with the world. But if you just take that time and get up an hour before everybody else or two hours before everybody else, by seven, eight o'clock, you'll have almost everything that you need to have done done. Yep. And you'll be like, Oh, wow, I have a sense of accomplishment. I've done this. Yep. And I always tell tell people like you don't have a waking up problem. You have a going to bed problem. <laughs> right? It's like, like if you can't get up at five. Watch it every night for a couple hours. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And now I wasn't always a morning person. Like I used to work third shift. I used to work night, night shift. Then I, I switched to mornings. So when I first I actually had a, a business coach for, for the fitness business and he kept telling me for about a year, like Robert, you need something in the five o'clock hour. I was like, dude, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, the clock comes really quick and really early. <laughs> I know, but then once I did it, I mean that first class, I think I had a dozen people. So I was like, all right, you know, it, it was worth getting up. I did a second one and I had 31. I was like, people want to get up this early? <laughs> yeah, and then before before the pandemic hit, that that was my busiest class of the day. You know, the busiest class, like, then all, all the other ones, you know, were, were steady. But that one was like packed every single day. Yeah. And, and everyone says, like, you know, I feel so much better getting it done. Because if I wait till after work, then, yes, life can happen. The kids yeah, need I'm something. I'm the kind of person at 730 at night that can go, you know what? I want to go to the gym. So yeah. seven thirty, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm done. I'm exactly. <laughs> Check out. <laughs> but I, I started reading the book, The 5 a.m. Club. And if you guys haven't read it, then grab that book, The 5 a.m. Club. because It will help you learn 
the benefits of getting up at 5 a.m. and what you can do. But when I, when I read the part where it said that 86% of millionaires get up at 5 a.m., and if that's something you want to do, then why wouldn't you do what millionaires do? Millionaires don't binge watch Netflix or you know scroll through TikTok until 3 o'clock in the morning or stay awake until 11 or 12 o'clock at night. You know, millionaires go to bed early and they wake up early. Yeah, they wake up early and are productive. And are productive, yeah. Yes, because there are people that wake up early, then they spend an hour scrolling or doing whatever. And then, you know, especially when you have kids, like my ex used to do this, where she would she would wake up at seven, but wouldn't surface until like five minutes of eight. You know, and then be yelling at the kids because they aren't ready. Um, it's like that's kind of your job to make sure that happens. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's like that's why they live with us till they're eighteen because they can't do the crap on their own. <laughs> you know, they should be texting me like, "Oh, I'm running late because the kids weren't ready." No, no, no. You know, it's like no. It's like if you actually got up and was up there as they awaken, then you set the pace of their morning. Exactly. You know, and so and people have to do that with their own. With, with their own stuff you 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 are in control of your hours you're in control of your work ethic and your drive yep. you know it's like nobody else is yep exactly exactly i love it because you you do and like i like we've said it, everybody has the same 24 hours you have the same 24 hours as i do i have the same 24 hours as bob proctor does yeah he sleeps like six or eight hours a day but he gets so much stuff done his vibration is way up here, mm-hmm. you know, and if you can just get your vibration up there and do the things that millionaires do, you're going to be as successful as those millionaires are because it is not about what you sell, what you're selling or what you're doing. It's a, you're all about your mindset and that's where it starts. And if once you get yourself into that right mindset, you're 90% there. Yeah. And to add on to that, I tell people, yes, the mindset's definitely important, but a lot of people don't know what they actually want. Like I'm working with that with, with my son now. He's a mechanic. He's a, he's about to be 22 in, about, in about, about a month or so. And so he's a mechanic, and he wants something that pays a, li- pays a little better, better, better um, uh, hours and benefits and stuff because – He's, he's only worked at this one place. So I keep trying to tell him, like, bro, there's a big world out there. Mm-hmm. You know, so so look around, see what else is out there. So he was sending me messages like, oh, I have an appointment with this insurance place. I'm like, you went to school to be a mechanic. I was like, why do you want to sell, sell insurance? He's like, oh, well, it pays X amount per month. I said, yeah, you don't know how insurance works. <laughs> you know, so so I was like, I told you, don't chase money. Chase your passion. You love working on cars. So you have to find the right the right opportunity where you can utilize your skill set and make money. Exactly. Yeah. So I think a lot of people miss that. Your passion is you're not gonna make money. Exactly. You hate what you're doing. Yes. You are gonna hate what you're doing. But if you do something, I was just talking to a client earlier today and, and he was like, well what should I do? You you have to do something that you're passionate about. This is what you're passionate about. Turn that into a business. Mm-hmm. Well, even if there's a thousand other people doing the same thing, who cares? They're yeah. going to follow you for a reason. 
Yes. And again, to add on that, because I hear people saying this all the time, like, oh, well, you know, I feel bad. I feel bad asking for money when I can just help them with things. I'm like, why do you feel bad? Because when you go to Stop and Shop, well, that's our supermarket up here. Like, you know, when you go to Stop and Shop, they don't feel guilty about taking your money for giving you food. We gave you one eighth. You got to pay us two dollars and thirty nine cents. We're not going to give it to you. Yes. like I actually had a woman tell me that I'm selfish because she wanted me to write a workout program for her and give her nutritional guidance. So then when I wouldn't, she's like, oh, well, you're, you, you don't do this from your heart and that's a parent and you should be ashamed of yourself. I'm like, you basically asked me to do personal training for free. But doing things <laughs> from your heart is a different thing for doing things for free. Yeah, because exactly. You and I both know that if you gave somebody something for free, they're not going to use not it. Going to do it exactly. Because <laughs> they don't have no skin in the game. Yep. There's a lot of times where I said, you know, hey, you know, let's barter. You can do this. I'll do this. I'm like, good. You both have skin in the game. But if yep. you don't have any skin in the game, you're not going to take it seriously. No, exactly, because it doesn't have value to you. It doesn't give you no value. You're not going to show up to the calls. You're not going to show up to the workouts. You're not going to show up for the Zoom meetings because you don't have anything invested. Yep. So it's so, so true. And like one, a woman, she trained with me for a little, for a little while. Then she, she went over to a, to a CrossFit. And so then I saw that she had gotten certified to become a, become a trainer. And so I saw, I saw a couple of ads that, that she posted charging five bucks a person. And so I, I messaged, I messaged her. I said, listen, if you were going to go out somewhere, you're going to get your hair done. How much, how much do you pay for a good hairdo? I said, now I'm bald, so I'm not sure what that rate is, but I know I can ask any woman, you know, what's the going rate to get your hair done at for $100? At least, right? So you know. And I get my nails done too, so that's another $100. I'm this, maybe that's why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so the point of that is people that want personal training know how much it costs. Exactly. People that want group classes know how much it costs. So if if I if I was to say, hey, I, I'll give you a 2021 fully loaded BMW for two thousand dollars, what's going to be your first question? What's wrong with it? Bingo. Yep. So it's like if you're doing classes for five. Yeah, exactly. It's like if you're doing classes for five dollars, like you know, how credible is this person? Right. Yeah, and so she ended up that ended up fizzling right out because you know people understand value. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's kind of like in the dating world when you when you meet a forty five year old guy and he's like, "I've never been married. I have no kids. What's wrong with you? Are you yeah. you have commitment issues? <laughs> <laughs> that you want, but okay, well, turn it around. What's wrong with you? Yep. <laughs> you have to charge what you're worth because people are going to pay it. And if you find those people who are not going to pay it, then those aren't your people. Yeah. And the ones that look at it as an expense versus an an uh, investment, you know, like I went down to Eric Thomas's speaker boot camp down in Atlanta. Oh, I love Eric Thomas. Oh, yeah. He's he's a cool, cool dude. And, and I spent $3,000 for that weekend. And I could not afford it at all. I had to like scrape, scrape in, scrape up every bit of penny I could to get down there. But they completely changed the way I interact with people and how I connect with people, how I sell things, how I train people. Like completely changed it. So like in the grand scheme, three thousand was a tiny amount to pay because I'm going to have this skill till I die. Well, and you didn't, you didn't pay that. You invested. Yes. 
You know, you invested and that's what coaches are. That's what, and what kind of coach you are. And that's what kind of coach I am. You invest in something for us to teach you so you can go and implement it into your business and then create that six and seven figure income. Yes. It's like we teach you to fish. Yeah, you have, you have to, but you have to also be invested. And it's like, you know, I mean, there's plenty of times I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this. (laughs) I did. And it and, and it came back tenfold. Yep, absolutely. So when COVID hit, I think I shared this with you when I was on your show. So, so when COVID hit and everything got shut down, I, I joined two masterminds. Mm-hmm. And I like when, when I bought the first one, I committed to the second one and I didn't have all the funds. Because <laughs> again, the gym just abruptly shut. So, so many people were like, pause my membership, pause my membership. I'm like, uh, when you do that and you just kind of jump, the money comes. Yeah, it shows up somehow, some way, some whatever. It yep. shows up for you to for you to invest in that. But you have to take that leap. You have to take that jump. It's so so true. In yourself, and if you didn't do that, you wouldn't be here who you are today. You yeah. wouldn't have this shut up and grind podcast. You wouldn't have this amazing membership program that you do. You wouldn't be the person you are today, talking on stages and doing all these things if you didn't invest and you didn't jump way back in the day. Yeah, but that's the thing about jumping. Like my sister, my sister is a speaker as as well. I tell her she she's the second best speaker in the family. And uh, the first? me. <laughs> <laughs> you had to ask that. <laughs> you know, but like she's she's an author also. And you know, she's working down at the YMCA. And I keep and, and I keep telling her, I'm like, like, why don't you take the speaking bigger? Like this. There's such opportunities out there. Now, her husband's a type 1 diabetic, and, and I get that they have to pay for insulin and all that, and the, the insurance covers the insulin. But I told her, I said, um, if you turn this into, like, a million-dollar thing, like, you can buy insulin. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many things that you can do, you know? Charge a $37 a month membership, you know? Sell, write a book. You yeah. know, there's so many things that you can do to yeah. bring in that money. And you don't want to stick with that one source of income. You want to get, you know, that residual money from a network marketing company or any something like that. You want to get that monthly membership money. You want to get those royalties like off of a book, you know, or create your own merchandise. You know, you want to have all your, your eggs all in a couple of different baskets. And then that way you can take it and say, okay, so just in case this one basket stop or this one egg stops giving you money. You still have all this other stuff. Yes, exactly. And and my daughter is upstairs right right now creating an, an Amazon store. We signed her we signed her up to be an Amazon affiliate. And, and um just getting and I, I just did the same thing about two months ago because so many people are like, Oh my god, I love your this, I love this, I love your shirt, yeah. I love your earrings. And I was like, yo, I need to get an affiliate account. So I have my assistant doing me an Amazon store now. With everything I have, they're like, oh, what kind of light do you use? What kind of diva things do you use? What's your, what's your phone? What's your keyboard? Yes. You know, exactly. it is. I'm like, okay, there you go. Here's my link. Yeah, because the thing is, it's like people don't want to do do the guesswork. It's yeah. like, you know, what do you have? This is what I use. Oh, cool. It's like people want that quick quick and easy. And then, and then again, you get the people with, you know, the limited the limited beliefs with like, oh, well, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be hounding people. And ha- like, they're going to buy it anyway. Like, why are you going to send somebody to another store to pay a total stranger when they can pay you? Right. <laughs> it's you like, tell somebody that you just got a 60 inch TV at Walmart for 468. 
Yes. <laughs> tell somebody that, hey, Tina Torres has this thing that she has for $47 a month. You can join. And, you know, if you join that, then I get like $10. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's called affiliate marketing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's like it's it's it gets so stigmatized where people are like, oh, they're just they're just trying to get paid. I'm like, do, do you go to work? Are, are you just trying to get paid or are you going right. to go to work for free? Yeah, it's like you go to work, right? Yeah, you go. You expect a paycheck at the end. So why can't I offer you something that clearly works that I clearly use? Like if, if you want a podcast, mic, yes, I recommend this one. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Link that you can grab your exact one that I have. Ten <laughs> percent. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and and like I say all the time, like people don't realize if you have one of these, you have the world at your fingertips. Instead, instead of scrolling funny videos and reruns of shows you've seen a thousand times, it's like learn how to make money with it. Everything, everything. Yes, yes. Whatever it is that you know how to do, you're an expert in something. You have to yeah. find that what what that thing is that you're an expert in. And monetize it. Yes. And mine, you know, and mine, it, it was at the tip of my tongue this whole time. I spent all those years managing restaurants, having this this talent, this superpower that I didn't even know it was a superpower. I had no idea, you know, until t- you step out of it. And then you start going to mastermind events. Because, like, I used to, like, frown on on networking events. I was just a bunch of rich people rubbing elbows, trying to make each other richer. You know, so you actually go and it's like, oh, like that's like, this is possible. Oh, this is possible. It's like, crap, I can do that. That you can do is put on social media. Hey, guys, I'm doing something in my life and I want you to tell me three things that you think is my superpower. Mm, I like that. Other people will tell you what your superpower is and you'll be like, oh, it's it's true. I did. I did something similar when, when I had to close my gym in uh, the other location. I had I had posted for everyone to just post a, their favorite, their best memories of that facility. And the things that people were saying, I was like, oh, my Lord. It's, it's like because to me, it's just every day. Like, exactly. this is just what I do every day. And exactly. just people like you gave me confidence. You, you know, you you've inspired me. You this and just reading down that list it's like holy crap like this is a lot bigger than i thought it was like right? from, from an impact perspective I, I made a big impact like with me with the other day when i went to go speak you know i didn't think i was like uh and then everybody started coming after me i was like oh oh <laughs> but, you know, so that's something that you know i always tell my clients is go out there and ask those people what is my superpower what is one thing that when you think about tina torres that's one thing that you always think about and what's the one word that you think about when you hear Tina Torres? Yeah. Gratitude. Every single time. Love Gratitude. it. Or they see pink and white and they're like, oh, that's Tina. I <laughs> 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 know that's my brand. You know, that they know that anything on social media that's all pink and white. Oh, is that Tina? Oh, it's got to be Tina. Oh, it's not Tina? Wow. That, that's a Tina Torres, Mark. Yep. And mine is red and black. Right? <laughs> Those are my colors, red and black. It's, it's your, it's your, um, your calling card. And anytime anybody says anything about gratitude, they immediately, in the back of their head, Tina Torres. Yep. Because that's what I preach. That's what I am. I'm the gratitude specialist. You know, with Robert, what's one thing that you think about when you hear Robert's name? What is so, one thing that you think about? 
So, so if, if I was to answer that for them, they would say you, you never quit. Like the, the people, the people closest to me, that's, that's what they would That's why your podcast is what it's named for. Yeah. Shut yeah. up <laughs> yeah. Because that is what you do. Mm-hmm. So, so put it out there. If you don't know what your superpower is, put it out there on social media. Ask them. They will tell you your superpower is this. Your superpower is this, and then take that common denominator and go and grow and make profit off of it. Yep, love it. Like I had shoulder surgery. This was the day before Thanksgiving in 2015, and I I didn't even have it have the surgery. I didn't get cut. I didn't know what it felt like, and I booked a Spartan Beast for the end of April. And so I'm I'm talking with the surgeon, and I was like, "So what's the recovery looking like? Because I have a race the end of April." Yeah. And, he, yeah. and, and he's like, well, the average person, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want to hear about the average person because I, I ain't average. <laughs> I'm like, I am not that average person. I was like, so he says, you know, you know, it, it's it's possible you could be, be right. I say if it's possible me, means I can because, you know, doctors can't speak in, in absolutes out of fear of malpractice. Exactly. So, like if you said possibly I can do this. And let me tell you, shoulder surgery is not no joke. I haven't, I didn't have surgery, but when I tore my, my rotator cuff, that was the worst pain in my life. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was definitely a tough one. I'd say the first, the first couple weeks, it was tough sleeping and stuff, but it's so funny because about three weeks prior, I started doing everything left-handed. So I didn't miss a beat. I was writing and doing everything. I was like, uh, my daughter and I loved, like, she she loved to play catch with the football. So I was practicing throwing it left handed, and and, and I, I had it down. To be in the, in the gym running routes, I'm like, all right, go break, <laughs> and, you know, and you just make it work again. It's just that's the epitome. Just shut up and grind. Exactly. You know, like you can sit there and wallow wallow about the struggles, or you can turn the struggles into a triumphant story. You, you can do whatever it is you want to do, but if it's how you react, it's what's gonna happen. Yep, how you react and the action you take. Right, yep. you can either sit there in your, in your depression for years and years and years, or you can take it, you can sit in it for a little bit, you have to feel it, yes you do, and then you gotta get up yes. and you can do something about it. That's and you can still heal through the process. Yep. That's the key. You got to get up. So let's talk about your book. So Beyond Gratitude, it is a number one bestseller, uh, Strategies to Attract, Connect, and Convert More Prospects. It is everything you need to know to build relationships online and offline, to create those relationships with those clients, both past and present, how to build those um, referral systems, even if they don't buy from you. So it's everything you need to know this is my course that I wrote last year and that I launched connection a client and I wrote it into a book and my first chapter in there the black sheep is is my story and it's how I got through one of the most challenging darkest times in my life and I was able to turn it around and just give, give a quick recap oh well, I did. I did. I told you I lost everything. <laughs> I lost everything. I took it, you know, got my gratitude journal and got my Bible and I turned it around. Um, that was my my black sheep moment, you know, that dark moment where you you just want to give up. I, I was at that point. I wanted to give up and I, I didn't. I knew that there was something more out there. I knew that something somewhere, someone needed to hear my story in order to change their life. 
can go. And um, so I won't, won't, uh, wrote one book in March. I wrote another book in December and I already have my third book um, started already again. And that is my whole entire thing, my, my whole story. And it's called Be a Glow Stick. And it's, you know, story of an army wife behind closed doors. And that's the story and the struggle that I had to go through for 20 years and the different kind of things that, you know, you go through being in a, in a bad marriage, you know, um, because so many people are, they, they have the same story, you know, like you and I, we talk all the time and <clears throat> we, we talk mostly at four or five o'clock in the morning because that's, <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's those kind of things that you go, oh, you know what? This is what happened to me. And this is what happened to me. And you start, you know, sharing stories and you start realizing that there's more people out there who need what you have to do. So you can gra grab your book. It's only $5 on Amazon. Go to beyondgratitudebook.com. You can grab your, your copy for $5. Grab one, grab five. Give them to people. Give them out. But it's beyondgratitudebook.com. You can grab your book today. Love it. There we go. Beyond gratitude book. Oh. I'm gonna put that down in the comments section too. Let me uh just copy it real quick and put it back up there. Show. All right. All right, so good, good. Yeah, so you said that you wanted to give up. Mm. And I feel like so many people do give up before the magic happens. Like I'm sure you've seen that that meme with the minor right and the, and the gold's right there right there just a couple more hits yep couple more hits but he was he was tired he was exhausted and he gave up right before he hit the magic and it's always, it's always that you know you always give up you know like they always say you know in like network marketing you know it takes two to five years to build your your wealth but it took you 20 years to build your wealth in, in a regular job. You're not going to give it tw two to five years in this kind of job. Exactly. You know, it's, it's just the, the mind. It's the mindset. It is the mindset to keep on going no matter what. And it is always right when you want to give up. You hit that one more hit and yep. you're there. That one more call and you're there. That one more person to you know get on the, a coaching call and you're there. You never know what that one person, that one thing, that one call or whatever it is, is going to do to change your life. Yes. And I met you because I was invited to a networking event and, and I almost didn't go because it was at 7 p.m. Oh I would have been horrible without meeting me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, but it's like it, it was 7 p.m. For, for me, that's like midnight. So like 7 p.m. Oh my God, that means even, like I'm going to get up in the morning. Yeah, so even as the time was ticking, I almost te texted her. I was like, you know what? I know I said I was going to come, but I'm not going to come. But then I was like, you know what? I told her I was going to come. Let me show up. And like I said, I mean, it was like three, I think three levels deep to where I got to you. But it's like I met one person who well, I met someone else and I met someone else. And then they connected me with you. So, so it's like, it's just amazing how that works. And had I not, I wouldn't have met you. I wouldn't have met the, the clients you booked on my show. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, it's just absolutely amazing what happens when you keep going. You know, it's all building relationships. Yes. You never know, you know, that person may not have bought from you, but she might know five other people who may buy from you. Yeah. 
So you exactly. still need to build that relationship, just like with you. You know, you didn't want to go to that networking group. You probably didn't get nothing out of that networking group. However, you got this person, which met, led you to this person, which led you to me. And then now your whole life has changed because you met Tina Torres, baby. Kind of specialist. Love it. All right. Give us, give, give us the final word. All right. So the one thing I want you guys to all know is to always keep on going, no matter where you are in life, to keep on going, to implement gratitude into your life. Five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the evening. You don't have to buy my journal. You can get whatever journal you want to, but implement gratitude five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night. You have the same 24 hours that everybody does. Gratitude is free. Writing it is in it is free. So you need to start today. So take the 90 day gratitude challenge today, five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night. Tell me how it feels. Tell me how it feels with you in 90 days. I guarantee your life will change forever. So always have an attitude of gratitude. If you want to get a hold of me, you can reach me on every social media platform, the gratitude specialist, or you could text the word connection to 26786, or you can go grab my book at beyondgratitudebook.com. Love it. Thank you very much. I knew this was going to be a fun show. That hour flew by. Right? <laughs> flew I, didn't right. My, my, I didn't even get to say my Jersey accent. Tell you how much I'm drinking my coffee. <laughs> you, you just did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much for joining us. Don't don't sign off yet, though. What I won't. All right. Thank you. That was Tina. Join us. Dropping some knowledge. And so one other thing she said at the end that I want to double down on is that she knew someone needed to hear her story. And that's something that I can't stress enough for people who think that they don't have a story to tell. Yes, you do. I promise you, you do. There is something in your mind that we can put it out into a, and turn it into a powerful message that other people need to hear. And then that's going to free you if you're holding in something that may, maybe is hurting you. That's going to free you. It's going to allow you to talk about it. But more importantly, it's going to allow you to impact other people with that story. So if you need help with that, reach out, right? Get her beyond gratitude. She said it's $5. Come on now. You guys spend more, more than that on the, one of those tall things at Starbucks. I don't drink coffee, so I don't know what it's called. All right. But it's five, five bucks. So just get the book. 90-day challenge. Most people plan for vacations longer than that. People plan weddings for a year. This is 90 days. You can change your life, man. Take the challenge. So this is Rob signing off and cue the outro. You've been listening to Shut Up and Grind. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. Robert has over 20 years experience pouring his knowledge and expertise at many events in the service and fitness industry, as well as secondary schools and universities. He has a true passion for helping others break through the barriers that are holding them back. To book Robert B. Foster to speak or to reach out, go to robertbfoster.com slash speaks on Instagram at Robert underscore B underscore Foster. On Twitter at RBF underscore fitness and on Facebook at Robert B. Foster. Till next time, shut up and grind.